You asked for it. Here it is. It's a podcast from Apathetic Enthusiasm. something a little bit different this time. I'm not going into all that announcer stuff. I'm going straight into the content here on Interdimensional RSS, the unofficial recommendation. Shit, I did it. I did it. I did it. You did it. You did it. Oh, hey, everybody. I'm Travis. Hey, everybody. I'm Brandon. Uh, here for a special bonus episode. Bonus. Ooh, we talked. We talked about it on the podcast proper. Now it's time to get the bonus episode to you proper. Uh, that's that's right, Travis. We uh, have an interview with our friends Alex and Fred talking about some Rick and Morty comics. That's right. Big uh, Rick and Morty 100 coming out this week. We got to sit down with them for a little while, talk a little bit just about Rick and Morty comics in general, uh, what new to expect with the Rick and Morty 100, and then some plans for the future as well. Don't want to spoil those, but uh, mm. yeah, if you like what you hear, definitely go check out the comics. And uh, yeah, stay tuned for our interview with Alex and Fred. Hey, welcome, Fred. Welcome, Alex. Welcome back to to, to talking. Hey, to folks. Hey, thank you. Uh, nor- normally, we do this, you know, grandiose uh, introduction, and 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 all of the guests are like, "Whoa, hey, <laughs> stop oh, that! Dang. Quit being, quit being so formal." But uh, you know. I, I don't. I don't want to put that pressure on you guys again. Right? You, oh, you guys are friends you. now. You've been here multiple times. Oh my goodness! Like yeah. Rapport. Yeah. yeah. You, you know us. You know our stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that a bird person episode. I'll always be thankful for that. Oh, yes. Stop. Stop. Yeah. But we're so we're 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 glad that you guys uh, are giving us a little bit more time again uh, to to talk about the upcoming uh, big big announcement well Whoa. it was a big announcement and it is a big thing the the rick and morty 100th issue of the comics uh combined issue right uh so after, mm-hmm. yeah yeah after all after all of the different uh, uh the the series uh all the the extra ones all the rick and morty presents combining mm-hmm. it all big one mm-hmm. so baby. yeah 100 issues rick and morty as my good friend Rick would say. <laughs> it's been uh with seven years now of Oni Comics putting out Rick and Morty books. Doing a oh, big yes. big collect well, a big celebration issue one hundred that uh celebrates not just the stuff to come, but the stuff that's uh come before. It's really it's a lot of fun to oh, work yeah. on this one. Yeah, it's uh Fred and I did a framing device for a little bit of a who's who of some of the best miniseries mm-hmm. from the past couple of years. We got, hey, a baker out. We got that James Asmus guy. Yeah, we got James Asmus. We got we got the infamous Ryan Ferrier. Yeah, we got Ryan Ferrier. What do you think we are? A bunch of, a bunch of doofy. Uh, hey, we got that uh, 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 Sam Mags. Yeah, we got Sam Mags. We ain't, we ain't, uh, we ain't fall, off the, uh, fall, off, fall off the tree here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we got, we got uh, we got Sarah Stern, Jared Williams, oh, yes, uh, yeah. Tony Fleeces. We got oh. uh, Andrew Dalhouse, we got Leonardo Ido, who was on our first one, yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Jeremy Lawson on colors. We got Crank doing all the lettering, so it's a it's a it's a full house, it's a full house of creators, yeah. a lot of people. Little deck, yeah. And then, you know, while I'm here, just quick 
Shout out to everyone who wrote an issue before me and drew an issue before me. Zach Gorman, C.J. Cannon, uh, the, the Tess Fowler, I think. Uh, or t- oh God, if I fuck, we're gonna we're gonna already. forget a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> they're, well, they're, they're, just, they're just everybody, everybody yeah. involved. We, Teeny, yeah. I I gave a little name drop to Teeny Howard in the issue. One of my favorite comics writers. Crazy to think that she wrote a. Uh, she wrote Pocket Like You Stole It, the official oh, yeah, Pocket yeah, Morning yeah. comic. She's she's like Magdalene Vistaglio. She wrote some excellent comics for us. Um, yeah, there, good stuff. There have been so many folks that have worked on it, uh, worked on the, the the comics in some way, shape, or form o- over the years. Um, and it's just yeah, it it's so cool having seen all the different styles uh, of of art yeah. uh, that these guys are writing. Uh, is 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 that something? that we're going to you know see uh, I mean I've seen some of the uh uh the variant uh covers right yeah. so is that kind of indicative of like the different types of art styles we're going to see in the uh, issue 100 I'm going to say yeah um there's so in the in the new uh thing we've put in the story in the short we've done um there's a definite juxtaposition of two very distinct styles mm-hmm. that sort of tie into some mildly tie into some uh, previous groundwork we've done before and the Rick's new hat sort of similar thematic yeah. ideas and stylistic uh, concepts. So I don't want to, I don't want to say too much Fair on enough. that, sure. but if you'll, you'll notice some similarities with what we're doing this issue and say, uh, issue four of Rick's new hat. Issue four, Rick. Look, it's the return of everyone's favorite. They've been banging down our door, <laughs> saying, "When are you? When are you bringing back real world Morty, the Rick and Morty super fan?" Oh, when? Oh, when? Oh, when? And I say, "Shut up! I, I live alone. I'm like Ditko. Let me be." I said, "I'll never do it. I'll never do it. I'll never do unless it unless we okay. get to 100 issues." And they got me. Pay me. A normal page rate for a licensed book. Then I'll bring them back. <laughs> they got me. It was it was in the contract. They got, got me with that page it. rate. They got me with that page rate. Can't say none of that. <laughs> uh, so are, are are there talking about bringing back the greatest hits of, of some moments? Oh my god! Mm. Oh my god! Can, can, can you can you can you talk about can you talk about that without you know spoiling too much? Because we want people to buy the book. <laughs> uh, what do you mean? Uh, what do you mean? Greatest hits like what Rick's new hats parts we're touching on? Well, uh, you know, like it, it, this. This is oh. a, a celebration of of a hundred oh, yes. issues. I uh, we got look, we got we got Katagami in there. We talk about Katagami. Who if you who's Katagami? Oh my God! You From said. issue one, I love issue one, the wonderful first issue of the Rick and Morty book. We got Professor Talk. We got Katagami as 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 Morty tries to play the stock market as Rick tries to prove to him um, that that's an empty gesture. Morty buys himself a Katagami. Professor Talk tries to stop the. I try to include. I I, I fit in. I have a big speech balloon um, where I try to go over the history of the comics. One of my favorites, a name drop, Dick and Farty. Uh, one of my favorite Rick and Morty comics, the '90s style cool guy Rick and Morty Man Magazine thing. I think Morty's a squirrel. Um, the hemp juice that was the big arc where Rick and Morty have to get the juices from a big porpoise. Um, the pickup artist creation, the pickup artist alien who briefly dated Summer. I try to bring them all in. Some some deep cuts, some deep cuts some, from a hundred issues. Some deep cu- 
Deep cuts. And yet they should not be deep cuts. They should be household names. This is true. But unfortunately, a lot of the people that listen to this podcast uh, may not be as familiar with with all of the comics or, or, or 100 comics. Is, is there anything... Uh, how could we entice you know some people to to hit their local comic book shop uh, this week? And, and if 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 you know they missed the first ninety nine, but but now with one hundred, uh, you know what what should casual fans of the show uh, expect out of out of the comic version of Rick and Morty? I think that's one of the nice things about issue one hundred is it's actually a really good jumping on point for a lot of people. Just I mean, like we said, we're doing sort of a, a story where we we're drawing from other people's stories, but it's also weaving sort of in and out through that in our story. And you get a lot of, you get sort of a, a really good glimpse at the wide uh, variety of comics that have been put out by Rick and Morty. So there's oh, a little yeah. sample, like um, not quite sample, but little chunks of uh, story that you see and we've put in um, from older issues and with other creative teams, like we said. So you really get a, a large, uh, just a large collection of like, oh, here's other stuff. Here's more you can look at. It says at the beginning of the book, this is from this one. This is from this one. <laughs> yeah. Basically, if that if any of those are to your liking, check those out. But the whole thing oh, is, is fairly standalone, I think. it's There's stuff that we allude to and hint at, but you are not going to miss out on anything if you haven't read Rick's New Hat or Corporate Assets or any of that. It's very, uh, we try to keep it. So what's that, what's yeah. that thing? I want to say... I want to. I want to attribute it to Stan Lee, but it might be someone else. The saying that every comic is somebody's first. Oh, <laughs> too late. Um, it is Stan Lee. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was Stan. Yeah. Um, Stan the man. And we're trying to we're trying to stick to that sort of ethos where it's like anybody could jump on with any issue at any time, even stuff that has an arc. It's like, look, you'll be able to catch up quick. Don't worry about it. Okay. <laughs> Here's the thing, as much plot as there is in Rick and Marty, you know, it's like Bugs and Hardy, it's like Laurel and Hardy, it's like the Marx Brothers. You're there to watch two characters whose personalities are so well-written, so well-created. Roiland's voice is so well-done. Their chemistry is great. That, like, the plot, the, you know, you tune in the middle of a movie, like, oh, how does Groucho, how did Groucho get in this wealthy dowager's home? It doesn't <laughs> matter. Just uh, pick up any issue. And in fact, like the way I write my series is, you can pick up any issue and you'll get your laughs. You know, Rick and Rick and Morty ain't changing too much. So, uh, hey, if you're listening to this, just go to a comic book store, buy Rick's new hat. When you finish buying Rick's new hat, uh, buy Rick and Morty presents volume three and four. And when you're finished buying my books, just flip through <laughs> any of them, and if it looks funny to you, uh, you'll probably like it. You'll like these characters. We do a good like the comics are good. I think they're. Uh, you know, if you like the show, you will like the books. We all do a good job. These are some names and comics of the incredible work. Ryan Ferrier wrote uh, Dave, D4VE. Um, Teeny Howard is a big shot X-Men writer now, you know. And so if you like Rick and Morty and you want to see them done in this new format, you're, you're, you're going to like, what are you doing? Huh? What are you doing with your life? Yeah, this is a Rick and Morty podcast. Can't pick up a book. Jesus it, Christ! And, and we've we've said it before because the the show is known for rather long hiatuses. We have a mid season hiatus right now. But for fans that miss the show or miss getting those weekly episodes, the comics are a great way to keep that Rick and Morty energy going and continue to to get new stories and and new you know versions of the characters uh, without having to wait for Adult Swim to release a new episode. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, and I also don't want to, I don't want to necessarily show for a certain big corporation, but uh, there are, you can find all of these on Comixology and other digital platforms where you buy your comics. Um, yeah. a, a lot of them are available on there very easily. If you're like, I'm missing this, I'm missing that. It's not hard. It's not hard to find they're, these. They're all available for Comixology Unlimited. If you want to do a deep dive, just pay, pay your eight bucks, go to Comixology Unlimited. Use yeah. the code. Come. No, I'm just <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, we we don't have a what, what do you call that affiliate code? No, we're we we're yes. If you have Comicsology, go do that. I've I maybe seen an issue or two over there, but use use I'm, the code. I'm gonna, I'm gonna books, plug. Please. I'm gonna plug for your local comic shop. If you have a comic, oh, shop yeah. nearby, get yeah. in there. Get get the books from them. Uh, start a subscription. Go go get in there. Absolutely. Go in there and say, oh, "Hey, wait. bastards, get this comic." <laughs> yeah. Now, now, put your foot down. Honestly, that is the best thing you can do to help the book is just go to your local comic book store and tell them you want to get it. That that's what helps yeah. us the most. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I don't see those comicsology numbers. I don't know who's reading what. <laughs> yeah, good. exactly. It's like it's like the Netflix numbers. It's a secret. It's a secret only. Mm-hmm. Only given to a, a you know distinct few, locked in a vault somewhere on a secret yeah. computer. I'm not proud not to look at that shit. Um, you uh, didn't I, deserve it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I do I do want to uh, say just going back real real quick, uh, being referencing all because uh, I was almost like thinking of like there's so so much stuff. I think it's a really cool uh, thing to include. It's kind of almost like. Uh, internal bibliography <laughs> for for the references uh for for folks mm-hmm. to go back and be like ah i really pocket like you stole it uh what what's that about oh, i love that series um or uh, uh like little poopy superstar or, or or things like that yeah yeah uh, yeah. So, yeah there's 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 a lot in this one that i think people oh, are really yeah. gonna really gonna enjoy um yeah do, do you guys have a across a hundred now issues do you guys have a favorite issue or storyline maybe one that you didn't participate in working on that uh that sticks out to you for for fans of the comic you want to go first friend hmm, i mean I'm thinking of one yeah 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 putting the putting all the effort on me i'm gonna say right now for me and see this is this is handy because alex can't say this one but i can uh, it's the Mr. Nimbus special. It's my favorite. Uh, I mean it though. But the the, the writing, uh, uh, Ryan Lee's art, everything about it is like, and it's Mr. Nimbus. It's more Mr. Nimbus. You love Mr. Yeah. Nimbus. Yeah. Everyone loves Mr. I think Ryan is brilliant. He does yeah. control yeah. the police. <laughs> I'm gonna do a gonna be a three way tie because mm. uh, I've decided not to choose. <laughs> um, <sighs> I mean, they're all very good. Like, the miniseries are some of my favorites. Uh, when I got the job writing Rick and Morty, reading um, Rick and Morty Presents Mr. Meeseeks was a big show of what it can do. It's about two Meeseeks trying to find purpose in their life so they can die. And I thought that was, like, just a very... Because when I got it, I'm like, Jesus, what can you do with some of these small characters? These are, like... You're asking me to write, like, Disco Stew. Like, what's the inner life of Disco <laughs> Stew? And then you write Mr. Meeseeks. And I'm like, oh, you just 
you grant Morrison. If you look at like what's appealing about this character and expand on that on a wide existential scale, um, I'm going to, yeah, that, that comic is great. I, I don't want to get the names wrong, so let me quickly look at who created so I can uh, credit everyone. The other one, I do remember the creators because it's more recent, uh, Deathstalkers by Ryan Lee and Stephanie Phillips. I thought that was excellent. I think Ryan Lee is an amazing artist. I'm like, he's the he's the guy they let get away from the house style the hardest. And it looks yeah. like Basil Wolverton. Yeah. Oh, he kills on it, though. It's so good. That's It's the best. Yeah. Yeah. Stephanie Phillips is excellent. She wrote a beautiful story, but it is just like, it's like I, I, it's like reading Bill Sinkovich, you know, back in the day. It's like I can't believe something this gruesome and lumpy can exist in a universe that's usually so smooth and good. And the other one is indeed Pocket Like You Stole It. Eni Howard is very good. There is no question she's very good. I am a big old Pokemon fan. She wrote the, the saddest version of Pokemon imaginable. The fact that it's Rick and Morty on top of it is just a bonus if you like those guys, which I do. Yeah, those are my those are my three faves. I'm awesome. gonna look up the artist for all of this. I just want to make sure I credit them well. Um, yeah, uh, James Asman, Jim Pistan with um, oh no, it's not here. I think C.J. Cannon drawing was uh, the Mister Meeseeks present, and uh, pocket like you stole. Ah, you know this is boring. You keep going. <laughs> no, no this, I do this, think this yeah, but like you were saying, I think one of the interesting things on the Meeseeks. Uh, and we've probably talked about this on the podcast before, but I don't care, is <laughs> that uh, having, when well, we got to do stuff like Bird Person or, or uh, not as much Rick's New Hat, but some of the characters in Rick's New Hat, it's very fun to play with characters, smaller characters in a large established world um, and sort Ooh. of flesh them out more. Because there's a lot, I mean, Rick and Morty has characters every week. They just show up and they're gone, you know. Right. And you and you go, oh, what's what's their story? I want to know more about, you know, yeah. this or that or whatever. And uh, yeah, I, I think that's always very exciting and fun to play with when the because you know there's no rules for those characters yet. Yeah. There's no. nothing for them yet. It's great. Well, yeah. Well, there's also by the way, uh, Mark Ellerby drew Pocket like he stole it. Great Rick yes. and Morty artist, yes. one of the core guys. He's incredible. Um, but yeah, and, and a big part of, by the way, writing the presents is because I wrote Nimbus, I wrote Bird Person, and I also brainstormed them. Like, you know, there are a lot of pitches that I have to think through, get through. I did also Mr. Cookie Bot Hole in Rick's New Hat, but a lot of it is like the show has such a core philosophy and point of view, but how does a character who is not Rick or Morty or Jerry, how do they rely on this Rick's like nihilist? survival of the fittest kind of philosophy how does like, a, a warrior like bird person a protector uh a dumb smiley idiot like poopy butthole yeah, or uh, a sexually confident person like nimbus because i think rick can be a little insecurity down and that's what kind of drives this kind of life needs a winner philosophy so that's kind of very exciting to do yeah uh, you know we uh, yeah. as an aside like we a long time ago when we were in season three, long hiatuses, we're just trying to build content. We were just making segments up. And so one of the things we did was called Blood Dome Battle League, uh, which mm. was just like, you know, pick, picking picking characters, fighting against other characters and seeing, you know, like our, our theoretical what would happen. Uh, and it was just a, a fun thought exercise of like getting to the core of like, 
okay, what does this character do? Like, what is its power level? You know, it's like mm-hmm. classic, yeah. like as Batman versus Spider-Man. Ooh. Well, uh, Batman can use his gadgets if he can prepare. Then, yeah, he has to, you know, that. that, that, that <laughs> um, so so I think that's a really a, a fun thing when when you're kind of brainstorming, uh, kind of trying to think about like, okay, where do I want to take these characters or which characters do I want to explore? Is there you know, do, do you, do you just put them in a shoe box, uh, with, with sticky notes and just like pick around randomly or, or does, or do you have this already kind of in your head of, of the characters that you want to explore? Uh, I don't know. I have, I have no idea. I, I just think about the world of the show. I think about how my energy is feeling. I think about who fits into a specific story and like the 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 relaunch, which I know it's been announced on Amazon, whatever. <laughs> um, but it's going to be a lot of Golden Fold stuff. He's one of my favorite characters. I think he's the funniest characters. Uh, for Nimbus, originally I had like a cosmic morning narrating everything. Uh, I talked to told this plot to a friend. He told me to use Jessica, so she became a Time Lord. In it's kind of about who fits who fights in this kind of scenario and again i like a lot of it is my biggest influence as anyone who works in comics probably is like the marvel dc universe where just like oh my god it's like the sidekick what's the, what's the dumbest little side character who got big uh booster gold yeah uh. booster gold it's booster gold it's booster gold what's booster gold <laughs> and i just read yesterday the, the brilliant tom king he kind of excels in this universe like the smallest side character in a marvel dc book has a core philosophy that if applied well could someday franchise a multi-million dollar blockbuster empire as uh you know the eternals are getting a sequel you know yeah, you, all these characters have like a big strong point of view and you have to kind of apply it i don't know i, I just think of who i like in the moment and uh, we go from there i'm just waiting for that Forbush man movie oh i would love Forbush man We'll get there. Sounds we'll get like, there. Uh, we'll get there. We probably will. The scraping bottom of the barrel, Marvel. Unless you <laughs> hire me, in which case you both will get an email about deleting this part. Fucking, fucking, fucking Moon Knight. Fucking Moon Knight. I, I just mean, found out who Moon Knight is like a year ago. I yeah. mean, we got Leapfrog. Oh yeah, yeah. We we did get Leapfrog. I don't think that's a spoiler. I think we can all yeah Leapfrog. Nah, so that's that's, a, that's something. On socials. That's that's <laughs> Look, been out now. Yeah. If you can have a Marvel thing spoiled for you, buddy, you dumb <laughs> shit. <laughs> uh, oh, an obscure character appeared. Oh, right. I, I really, I really liked in Teen, Teen Titans Go to the movies. Uh, it's like the the very oh, I love obscure. That movie. <laughs> That's a lot of fun, right? Yeah, like Challengers of the Unknown. Right. right. Yeah. I, I love Challengers. That's uh, those are important characters. That Jack Kirby's Fantastic Four, pre Fantastic Four. Uh, but they're very boring otherwise. So very good uh, deep cut from Titans. <laughs> I'll talk about comics forever. Well, we got uh, our our plan for Zoom still for another month, so we got we got time. <laughs> there you go. We got time. <laughs> this uh, conversation's well, gonna go on for a month. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's, oh, it's, we it's, didn't oh, set an end time. No, yet, I. So. Oh no, no. Fourteen bucks a month. Oh, okay. I. You know what? I, I better grab some chips. <laughs> Ooh, he's gonna eat chips. Well, I'm. I. Uh, side I'm gonna note. eat chips on Mike. <laughs> Crunch, uh, crunch. You, you mentioned Alex. Uh, you know, because we brought it up uh, ahead of time, 
it was totally us uh, as our uh, as our journalistic you know sleuthing mm-hmm. shows. If you go to Amazon.com slash uh, Rick and Morty new number one, uh, it shows there that uh, you and Fred are. are Is that the URL? Uh, uh, I'll make it it's the URL. something like that. Uh, yeah. yeah. hundred okay. years, www. I'll, I'll do some website spoofing uh, and then make sure that, that it leads there. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, like that, that's, su- that's, that's super cool. That you guys, you guys, you guys came in. You started, uh, you started on the comics, and now you are get, essentially get to to reboot it. I don't know if it's a reboot. I don't know what you want to want to call it. I guess it's just a, it's just a reboot. renumbering. They never stop publishing them. They've been there yeah. in seven years. They're it's, it's yeah 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 no. It's it's just a, a new story, new start, good time had, and people love a big fat number one on their on their on their covers, and they love the number one hundred. They sure do. Um, but yeah, what no, if we was, just do a series. Yeah. Oh, I was just gonna. What if we just did a series of number ones? No, just of <laughs> round numbers. Uh, number um, one, then number one hundred, number two hundred, number three hundred, number two fifty, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Every issue mm-hmm. of collectors item. Highly collectible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We just put a really, really small decimal that you can barely see oh, between yeah. each each of the. So it's like, oh yeah, issue one. Oh, it's just. Wait. Do you remember when Marvel did that? Yes. You can buy like I issue do. like 3.5. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. So fucking stupid. <laughs> it, was, it was very confusing. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, we're doing issue, we're doing the um, ongoing series uh, coming up uh, 2023. 2023. Yeah, it's very it's in the exciting. Back of the, uh, yeah. It's, it's in the back of the, it's the back, back of issue 100. We announced it. Yeah. Um, so when you release this, it won't be that big a spoiler. Yeah. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure the news is going to hit before this is out. Um, I, I, yeah. Fingers crossed. <laughs> but it's going to be really good. It's really exciting stuff. Um, I know, Alex, you wanted to say something about the story. I'm excited. I'm just going to talk about issue 100 for a minute. Because we get to tease, we get to tease a little bit of it, the end of issue one hundred, just a little bit of the golden fold stuff like you're talking about, a little yeah. bit of a little bit of a character called platinum fold, a little bit of a, oh yeah, a couple <laughs> other things, you know, we'll we'll I'm platinum fold from Rick's new hat, yeah, yeah, it appeared in issue two. Sorry, go on, no Oh no, that's about it. <laughs> I, I'm no. I, I I see the floor to you. Oh, uh, nah. Fred and I are expanding on the ideas we brought into Rick's New Hat. The, the main thing, the main idea of Rick's New Hat is Fred and I are going to do a bunch of dumb comics. So that's the main idea behind. No, the reboot I'm exploring, um, the idea between genius and normalcy, just Rick sees himself as a genius. There's no really objective way to put it outside of the rules of the cartoon. But then we have Goldenfold, who is kind of the reflection of Rick if he wasn't brilliant. He'd be out there teaching teaching some morty look alike in some sad high school class and you know i love golden fold anytime he appears in the show it's just an incredibly just funny character the voice the way he's like basically shouting everything he's saying he is i think he's so funny i um he was whenever whenever he's used just just the best so now that i have the little piece of the kingdom for a second let's bring my favorite boy in Little golden. I don't want to spoil anything than that. Before the episode I spoke, a big game. I'm going to spoil everything. Now nah, decided <laughs> not to. Decided not to. In the moment, spend, spend, spend your money. 
anything else you're working on or cool things you want to plug or, or uh, shout out for, for people to keep their eyes on? Hmm. I want to plug Fred's books. Uh, oh. What's that book about the bear? Oh, uh, okay. So I've worked on, uh, you can find some of my work on uh, Swimmy and the Valley of the Last Song. Uh, available online as youtubecomics.com and uh, also your Amazons and your books of millions and all that stuff. Um, also upcoming a book I worked on uh, Amelia Airwood, basic witch, which I drew a chunk of with a bunch of other great artists. Um, and that's going to be coming out. I think later this month, I want to say later this month, I don't have the, I don't have it in front of me, but you can find that at uh, all the usual places um and i think other than upcoming rick and morty that's all i can talk about right now very cool but yeah oh and follow me on twitter at fred c stressing uh, and you'll find me talking about horror movies right now and a bunch of other nonsense that doesn't matter and occasionally comics mm. <laughs> you do that sounds uh, like brandon's twitter account actually so. <laughs> yeah the changeling there you go. i'm just saying i'm just saying <laughs> Change looks great. It's really good. Man, I got nothing to plug. I am doing shit except this. <laughs> hey, go go read the McSweeney's thing I wrote with my girlfriend Annie. Oh, I'm gonna plug my girlfriend's comics. Uh, by Rick and Morty, Big Dumb Summer Vacation by Annie Griggs and Agritsuko Meter World, but also by Annie Griggs. I think you'll like it. And by Rick's new hat. Oh, who am I? Bye, 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 and shaking these people by their ankles. Um, <laughs> please spend money. I don't give a fuck. Uh, read, uh, read Bone by Jeff Smith. It's really good. You read that Bone? Read Bone by Jeff Smith. You read that Mouse by Art Spiegelman? I'm just going to plug the most famous comics. You read, <laughs> you read, uh, you read, um, you heard of this Charles Schultz guy? Oh yeah, read Peanuts. Uh, Peanuts yeah. is really good. Actually, read the old ones; they are great. Yeah, Fred and I referenced that first. Well, Fred did. He referenced oh, that first comic twice. twice. I I wrote it in the Bird Person, then he put it on the Rick and Morty number one hundred cover. Love that one. Love that. Yeah, color. I love that. Here it's, comes that's Charlie a great Brown. Comic. I saw that tweet. I saw that tweet with that little image. So, because I, I stalk you guys basically. Oh, for, well, for follow us on Twitter. Oh, Annie yeah. just texted me the word Sandman. Hey, everyone, read Sandman. Annie wants to make sure I plug the Sandman. Read the it, Sandman by Neil Gaiman. But most importantly, read Rick and Morty Big Dumb Summer Vacation by Annie Griggs. Rick and Morty Big Dumb Summer Vacation. <laughs> uh, and, ho and hopefully they, they turn all of these into live action series eventually. All of them. Oh, they fucking better. And Everything. I better not get a penny. I am on record. If I get paid <laughs> for the pillaging of my work by Big IP, I will be so angry. <laughs> well, you heard it. We've, we've got it recorded. So, yeah. uh, well, Alex. I didn't say that. <laughs> yeah, Alex like, yeah, send, send me a check. And oh, hey, hey, don't give Fred a penny. No. Don't give Fred a penny. <laughs> I, I like want to see... Give him a penny, but I want to see a very sad news story about both of us just fucking living that Steve Ditko life under a billboard of fucking um, well, Elliot Poop from Rick's New Hat, voiced by Timothy Chalamet, and we're just eating our sad microwave 99-cent meals going, oh, I made them. 
and, and, and Fred just glaring at you the entire time, like you yeah, did this. Yeah, because it's on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As we all know, podcast is law. So yeah, legally binding. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I wish they hadn't passed that bill. <laughs> well, thank you guys. Uh, congratulations on the 100 issue as well as the relaunch, the new number one. Uh, thank you guys so much for being here, and we're excited to hey. see these books. Yeah, thanks for having us. Good. You gotta do. You do a good show, and I want to thank you for uh, having me here. Yeah, thank you again. Boom! There it is. What an those easy, guys. What an easy, those guys. easy interview. It's so laid back. It's so cool. It's so cl- crisp and clean. It's like uh, <laughs> crystal light. Um, but not it, yeah, like, with a little like refreshing. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can't always identify the flavor. Right. It's it's <laughs> that, that, uh, that that's right. That's right. And it comes in powder form, uh, which is well, I guess do uh, is that like a I cocaine know. thing? This I don't is know. going off the rails. Anyway, <laughs> we hope you enjoyed that interview. Once again, um run, don't walk to your local comic shop or wherever you get your comics and uh check out the Rick and Morty hundredth issue. Buy all of the special covers and all of the exclusive content. And then, uh, you know, hit up your comic shop and start subscribing for those new uh, Rick and Morty number ones uh, coming very soon. You got it, Travis. I'm listening to you. and I, I'm going to do that right now. Uh, thank you, everyone, for, for listening. And make sure you go follow Alex and Fred over there on Twitter. Uh, but we're going to. Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs>